besides the school I've had enough for today I hit the radio dial and turn it up all the way I play it Hey everybody and welcome back to the UK Hockey Fan Podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm Finn. Thanks for tuning in again. Sorry that uh, we're a bit late getting the, uh, the weekend show out. It's been another crazy one for us between playing hockey ourselves and watching hockey. Uh, all sorts going on, but we got lots to talk about tonight. Um, we are going to do some more coverage of uh, women's hockey. We'll tell you how they're getting on in, the, in some of the pro leagues there. Um, we've got Leafs games, Finn. Uh, yeah, we've got the Calgary game, uh, Vancouver game, and Edmonton game. Okay, cool. Uh, what else we got? Um, I know you want to start off with a story, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yep. Um, two, uh, three Leaf signings, um, and then uh, ending it with um, two more questions. Um, oh, yeah. Just about general hockey. Oh, yeah, your super questions from last time. Yep. Okay, we are going to try and keep this one a bit shorter because it is sort of creeping into the midweek and the feedback we've had from folks is that you like a longer show at the weekend and a, and a little bit shorter one during the week, which is nice for listening to on the bus or in the car on your way to work. So we're going to try and keep this one a little bit shorter. Um, but yeah, I wanted to start off with a story that I was telling to you, Finn, the other day. Yeah. And um, and I almost sort of thought that it was like my imagination a bit. But Finn, you dug around uh, the old interwebs, and you've actually come up with the footage of this story, which is amazing. And we'll play a bit, we'll play a bit of it for you in a second here. But so I had this memory um, from years ago of um, this all came about because we were talking about um, I wear obviously a visor, and uh, Finn wears a cage because he's still playing junior hockey, and. Um, we were talking about cages and everything else, and I said, God, I have this memory of, uh, I think it was Olympic hockey or something like that, where this goalie takes a slap shot right in the face, and it hits him so hard that it dents his cage right in and everything else. So, um, I, But I couldn't remember what game it was, and I couldn't remember even when it was or who was involved or anything else, but we found it. And uh, we're going to play a little bit of, a, bit of a clip for you here. Um, and Finn, what's up? I was going to say, um, well, this game was the 1991 Canada, Canada Cup game of Canada versus Sweden. Yeah, so here we go. Canada versus Sweden, Canada Cup, 1991. Listen to this. In big games against Canada, Rundquist won the draw. Thomas Sandstrom couldn't get it across the blue line. Now they roll it down to the Team Canada zone. Stevens gets there first along with Murphy. Dale Howard Chuck. Centerized pass. They hit the blue line and they go. Lever shooting. Big save. Soderstrom. He got slow that. getting up oh. from that. Right in the kisser. He took that Larver rising slap shot right to the forehead. He does wear a large, large mesh cage, and you can see how it's dented. And he's been cut to the forehead. And there's an obvious problem here. And there certainly is an obvious problem. So looking at the video. Sodstrom, the goalie, number 30 for Sweden, his cage is literally, a, so it's a slap shot, a hard slap shot from the hash marks, and um, his cage is dent mashed in, and it mashed in so far that not only did the, I mean the puck, both the puck and cage connected with his nose, and his nose essentially exploded, 
And um, in the if you check it out, um, so probably if you go on YouTube and put in Canada versus Sweden 91 or something, you'll find it. What you'll see is him lying on the floor just hemorrhaging out because his nose has been absolutely mashed apart. Now, what the um, video doesn't go on to show you is that um, th after all this happens, he gets his nose tended to and whatnot, gets a, the backup goalie's helmet, a mask, and heads straight back into the pipes again. Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. And that, um, that, that to me is it, it just sums up so much about hockey that people that are you know in the know on hockey really love about the sport and people that don't get hockey just don't get that at all um you know that it is basically i mean all these players these pro players and as we know as we all now know both men and women they are just made of different stuff man it is just the toughest fastest sport ever going and uh, and i just love it for that yeah definitely um but the the whole the whole goalie thing there especially with him um not only getting his nose bashed in but then going back into the crease the same game yeah that is the kind of goalie you want on your team yeah no absolutely now i'm just looking back to see if we should be crediting anybody for um for that uh and uh, i don't think it's i don't even know who that was maybe cbc or someone like that uh, but anyway, so that was a clip. You heard a little bit of it there. It's just cool hearing that old um, commentator, Styley. And um, somebody got mentioned there that I remember their name. I, I sort of went pretty quick. Anyway, check that thing out. That was awesome. It's just an awesome occurrence that I totally remember happening. I remember watching that game and thinking, oh, my God. And when you look at the clip and you and, and it comes in close, the camera comes in close, and you can literally see that his, the cage on his uh, face mask is mashed right in. It's uh, it's just unreal. Anyway, should we move on to um, talking about? Do you want to do Leafs, or do we want to do like um, some uh, CWHL? Should we do a roundup on that first? Yeah, let's do the CWHL. Okay. So I looked this up earlier. I know you have some stuff you're in there. Um, do you want to start off? Uh, yeah. Okay. So um. What one of the nice things we discovered in the week was that the Toronto Furies um, actually were sharing. So they were live on Instagram and they shared out a live link of their um, most recent game. So we are discovering more ways to check out women's hockey. They're out there for sure. And uh, really weirdly, the Toronto Furies game um, was broadcast live broadcast on YouTube uh, via CBC's own website. But yet, when they do that for the men's, for NHL, uh, it, it always comes up and says that this is not available in your area. You're out of the territorial area or whatever. Yeah. But they're quite happy to um, let uh, the women's be played anywhere. So that's got to be Batman and all that sort of rubbish, the licensing and all that stuff. So anyway, turns out, in some ways, women's ho hockey for us here in the UK is going to be actually easier to see than the men's. Yeah, that, that's, that's great, that. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, I'm just looking, and um, you're going to do season standing, so shall I do a roundup of some of the first bits here? So Calgary yeah. Infernos um, beat the Toronto Fu uh, Furies 2-1 to one, uh, just in advance of the finals. So um, remembering that they play, they challenge for the Clarkson Cup. And um, one of the best goals in that game came from one of our superheroes, Bri uh, Bri Brianna Decker. Yeah. Who we love. Um and then uh, Les Canadiens de Montreal uh, beat the Markham Thunder to advance uh, to play Calgary in the Clarkson Cup final? Yep. Okay, cool. Right, so where does that leave the season then? 
So this is the season standings, not including the playoffs. Um, only six teams in the league. Uh, they only played 28 games. Yeah, that's short season because we were talking about this. Weren't we just talking about this t with somebody yesterday, how there's 80 games? 80, 82. 82 games. Games, in, not in the NHL. Not including the regular season. Stanley Cup. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, in this league, uh, you only play 28 regular season games. And um, I think it's uh, best of three um for the uh, like playoff games um and only two rounds the round one and finals yeah so that's yeah. it yeah uh, so it's com it's compressed obviously because there's that not that many teams yeah so top four teams make it to the um Clarkson Cup playoffs um but season standings um top was Calgary Inferno uh 28 games played 47 points uh well, that's 20 uh, 23 wins and four losses so pretty good that's season. That's an awesome record for anybody. Yeah, amazing. Um, Montreal, uh, twenty-eight games played, uh, forty-three points, twenty-one wins, and six losses. Right. Okay. So there's no. So we don't actually have stats on. So they must get points for overtime losses as well. Uh, yeah, I could probably find it. Uh, no, carry on, carry on. This is this is good enough for now because they are in the playoffs. So we're just doing a quick round okay. up here. Um, Markham Thunder. Uh, 28 games played, 30 points. That's 13 wins and 11 losses. Okay, cool. Toronto Furies, um, 28 games played, 28 points. Uh, 14 wins, 14 losses. Um, the Chinese team, KRS, uh, 28 games played, also 28 points, but 13 wins, 13 losses, which means that um, by the win, uh, the, w the win total meant that uh, Toronto was... Higher end standings, meaning they uh, advanced the playoffs. Right, okay. And Worcester had a, an amazing season, obviously. Uh, 28 games played, zero points, zero wins, and 28 losses. <laughs> that is a that is not a great start. So do, so last time when we talked about them, are they a brand new team? No, they've been around, I think, for a while. Really? I think. I could be wrong. Remember, this is like yeah, yeah. I wonder 2007 if they have, uh, or something. A franchise that just moved or something like that. Maybe. And so Worcester being in uh, the States. Yeah. So there's, as a, uh, as we mentioned uh, last podcast, one American team, Worcester, KRS is Chinese. Yeah. And the rest are Canadian. Yeah, it's a crazy league. Um, definitely, I mean, interesting though, any way you look at it. So definitely worth checking out. They're heading into their playoff semi-final. No, final. Final? Yeah. So, oh, right. So that game, that, that score that we had first, the Calgary versus Toronto, was that the end of that semi? Yeah, because there are only two rounds. So there's literally round one and yeah. finals. Right. Okay. So that was round one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and next time that we're on, we will try and do a similar roundup of the NWHL, um, which is a sort of American counterpart. Yeah. Um, they may be finished because they're, they they're even a smaller league, I think. There's only like five teams. Yeah, in yeah, you. But you we'll find out. One. We'll find out where that's at. Even if they're finished, we'll let you know where it ended up. Uh, but we'll talk about that next time. So that's a that's a little bit about the CWHL, who we are now huge fans of. Um, any more on that? One last thing. Um, the old the uh, uh, points leader um, for that season. Um, I think it's Marie Philip Poulin. Oh yeah. Uh, she led the league in points uh, with 26 uh, games played, 23 goals, 27 assists for 50 points. 50 points. 50 points in a 28-game season. That's just under two points a game. <laughs> That's wicked. She's amazing. Right. I want to find out more about her too. Um, um, Mont I believe she plays for Montreal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Montreal. Cool. Uh, 
Right on. Okay. Um, should we get talking about um, Leafs? Yeah. So you want to do some Leafs games or yeah. the Leafs signings first? Uh, let's let's cover let's cover games first okay. because we got to go back backwards a little bit there. Yeah. So um, last game. Uh, so the last last game we covered was the Buffalo game last Saturday. Right. Yep. Um, so then the Leafs played uh, Monday night uh, against Calgary away. Yeah. Uh, final score six to two. Yeah. Leafs. Yeah. Awesome. Um, 32 shots for the Leafs, 37 for Calgary. So once again, that uh, shot total for the Leafs is being is less than the other team, yet they still win, which is yeah, no, that's a, good. A, a pattern which is working for the Leafs somehow. Freddie is just amazing. Yeah, he is good. So if I'm right in saying yes, this was a special game for one fourth liner in particular. Yeah. He goes by the name of Tyler Ennis. Yeah, yeah. Did he part a pair of them in that game? Nope. He got a hat trick. Oh, yeah. First career hey. hat trick. Big game for Ennis. Yeah. Big game for that line. He's played so well in the last uh last few games, especially after he came back after that ankle injury. Yeah. Yeah. And that that could have gone you know, that could have gone both ways. I was worried he wasn't gonna come back because you bust your ankle in the middle of the season and that can be hard to recover from. But he's <laughs> he's obviously managed it. Yeah, obviously. Um so let's get into the the goals here. Um Tyler Ennis scores first goal, 10th goal of the season, assisted by Jake Muzzin and Kasperi Kapanen. Power play goal. Um, that's 9.15 to the first, uh, making it 1-0 Toronto. Yeah, carry on. So lots lots to get through there. Tyler Ennis got the second goal as well, yep. uh, making it 2-0. Uh, his 11th goal of the year, uh, assisted by Matt Marin- Marinson. Is that is that how you say it? <laughs> it is. I'm not sure it's right, though. I, I've heard a few different things. It's either Me Mar- too. Marinchin Me too. It's one Marinchin. of those names that every other time I hear it, somebody says it differently. So, you know, what, whatever. Uh, and Trevor Moore. Cool. Um, and then final goal of the period, making it 3-0 Toronto. Zach Hyman. 15th yeah. goal of the season, assisted by Mitch Marner. Good old Mitchie. A Zachary-Mitchie combination. Excellent. Um and so that was when was that game friday uh monday this past monday as in like last week's monday <laughs> today is monday <laughs> last week's monday <laughs> yeah for sure okay okay so another another night uh for the tavares mitch marner and hyman line with yep. hyman leading uh the second period with scoring making it four nil um assisted by mitch marner and morgan riley Awesome. Then the Calgary Flames uh, attempt to come back with Matt Tuchuk. Right. Um, assisted by Johnny Gaudreau and Sean Monaghan. Yeah. Uh, power play goal uh, at 15-35 in the second for one Toronto. Third period uh, start off with Tyler Ennis finishing his hat trick. Assisted by Trevor Moore and, and Jake Muzzin. Muzzin. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Muzzin. Uh, that's 3.15 to the third, uh, making it 5-1 Toronto. Yeah. Ryan uh, of Calgary uh, makes it 5-2. Uh, just kind of like a consolation goal. Uh, assisted by Giordano and... The other guy. Yeah, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. <laughs> I just don't want to be mean, to be honest. And then uh, closing it all off. Uh, Mr. Mitch Marner with his 24th goal of the season, assisted by John Tavares. Yeah, that's awesome. What a great... great Marner line gets three three goals, and the Ennis line gets three goals. 
Yeah. No, Matthew's line, nowhere to be seen. <laughs> a great game. And uh, some friends of ours who live in Calgary, one of my best friends, Cam, and his son, Jacob, were there. And um, <laughs> they've been waiting for the lease to come to town, but they certainly weren't uh, looking forward to being blown out like that. So uh, big game. And, uh, and we had some pals that were there. But uh, our pals are Calgary fans, unfortunately, for them. Uh, big Leafs <laughs> win. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, to the Vancouver game next, which was Wednesday night. And didn't go quite as well. Didn't go as well, but clo- very close game. I mean, the Canucks have played a great season this season, uh, with especially with Elias Pettersson. Yeah. He's played amazing. And... Um, Scoring opened up by uh, my, one of my favorites. Your favorite player, I think, on the Leafs this year. <laughs> much to the distaste of one Steve Dangle. <laughs> Steve who? Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, Hainsey opens up the scoring. Yeah, his fifth goal of the season, uh, assisted by Mitch Marner and Connor Brown. Yeah, no, that was great. great Sh- I'm just saying, this is shorthanded goal. So, Ron Hainsey obviously is the most elite player on the Leafs. Listen now. Like you sounded a bit sarcastic there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, great. Love, uh, love Hainsey. Great to see him opening up the scoring. Uh, shorthanded goals, always amazing. So, yeah, cool. Great start to the game. 1-0 Leafs. Next goal. Uh, oh, we should mention. Oh, do yeah, do we say? No. The, there, the, were, there were no goals yeah. in the first period. We're already in the second period. Yeah. Wow. So, so uh, yeah, uh, scoreless first period. So, open uh, scoring opens up at the beginning of the second period. Hainsey pots one in. Next goal uh, for the Leafs again. Morgan Riley, 17th goal of the season, assisted by John Tavares and Patrick Marlowe. I'd like to see Paddy's name being put up there. It'll be mentioned again tonight. Nice. Right, so 2-0 now. Uh, so that's ended. the second period ends that way, uh, if I remember right. 2-0 uh, uh, Leafs. And so everything looking great. Heading into the third period, we're leading 2-0. Yahoo. Yeah, and then it just kind of goes downhill from there, to be honest. Uh, Ericsson of Vancouver uh, scores to make it 2-1, two minutes into the third. And then former Leaf, Josh Levo, 13th goal of the season, making it 2-all. Uh, power play goal, though. Yeah, and that was only four minutes in, so the Leafs had a good 16 minutes to tie it up or whatever they needed to do. Ridiculous. So now we're back to... Uh, and actually, so, um, and that ended regulation time t- uh, tied at two. Exactly. Uh, bummer. So, uh, obviously, things don't go well for us in overtime. Yeah, overtime, um, Edler of Vancouver, assisted by Brock Besser, uh, makes it 3-2 Vancouver. And it only took them three minutes to do it. Yeah, and with the, some of the, so it's three on three in overtime now. Um, <laughs> with some of the some of the trios that we have going, yeah, with the first line being Mitch Marner, John Tavares, and Morgan Riley. How is how have they not scored? Uh, well, the, the, they're actually our, our trios are disgusting. Yeah, so in three minutes, uh, you know, it'll just th- so three on three, and in the first three minutes has got to just be a mad panic and a scramble. So it's going to be whoever comes up first with a controlled almost like a controlled breakout it chances are going to score a goal yeah um because it so when you've just played three periods of hockey five on five and you've got all that adrenaline in you and you're now tired too and you get chucked out on the ice three on three the first few the first minute or so or maybe a couple minutes is usually going to be a bit chaotic so you know uh unfortunately on this occasion the canucks uh got organized quicker and popped one in yeah 
So um, ending ending at three two, and uh, so we take away the Batman point. Yeah, I mean the shots were close with thirty one thirty in favor of Vancouver. Yeah, so that was a bit disappointing off the back of the uh, uh, Calgary um, destruction, uh, but we uh, carried on then. Yeah, uh, we went on to Edmonton, uh, last game of the three away games. Yep. The shots in this game um, were Toronto had 40 over Edmonton's 33, which normally would mean that we were going to lose the game because if we shoot more, we obviously (laughs) don't flipping win. Yeah, no, that is a bad habit that we've gotten into. But on this occasion, it uh, turned out even better. So um, kicking off the first period... um, uh, Duders, what's he? What's he? Dr- how do you say that again? Drizay, Drizay Tall. What are you looking at? I'm looking at. Uh, am I looking at the wrong thing? That is a game from like a month ago. <laughs> 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 and that was dry title. And I've got it written on the back of my hand. <laughs> in, um, sh- in Sharpie. <laughs> right. Okay. No, so the the real game, um <laughs> the real game. The the real one that was actually <laughs> we played recently that we actually watched the game for, the 3-2 game. The 3-2 game. Um first period, first goal Morgan O'Reilly again. 18th goal of the season assisted by John Tavares and Nazem Kadri. Yeah. Playing finally. his first game back after a concussion watch. Yep. Uh power, power play goal. So that line actually scored a power play goal first goal of the game on a power play nice um next goal uh john tavares uh 38th goal of the season looks like he could make 50 if he would score pretty much a goal a game he's definitely on on track for 50 um assisted by zach hyman and nikita zaitsev yeah great now that that took us to to the end we (coughs) we've actually skipped over two periods because there's only goal up one goal a period there the Riley goal was the only goal scored in the first period. Yep. And uh, Tavares' goal was the only goal scored in the second period. So heading into the third period, Leafs win in 2-0. First goal in the third period, three minutes in, Jake Muzzin. The beard. He has, she has amazing beard, I'm just saying. <laughs> you beard envy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's, that's going to be a pretty nice playoff beard. That's a good beard. Um, assisted by William Nylander. Yeah. Well, nice to see him back on the board. For sure. Uh, and John Tavares. JT. A lot of JT. A lot of talk. This really isn't on our agenda, but a lot of JT for captaincy talk happening at the moment. Really? Everywhere I look, people are talking about it. Wow. Just give him the C already, people saying. I mean, he is pretty well suited, especially with having the whole captain's thing yeah. done to him already. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, carry on then. Next goal. So... Then it's just a fact of the Oilers trying to make some kind of comeback here. They do make a comeback. Make no mistake. They almost came all the way back. They almost came all the way back, but it wasn't a fully completed comeback. Um, but with two minutes remaining, Ryan Nugent Hopkins scores to make it 3-1 Toronto. Uh, assist by Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. Yeah. I'm just looking at the assists here. Mana has like, like 60 and McDavid has 62, which makes me kind of... De- depressed yeah, with the well amount of goals he has as well he's on like 97 points yeah but Marner will get to play more games this year yeah oh, no, wow <laughs> that's true that is true <laughs> Connor, Mc, Connor McDavid <coughs> need, needed that suspension as a break from flipping Edmonton yeah um but a- anyway so yeah <coughs> um the oil claw back a goal there so it's now three to one and final goal with 
uh, 53 seconds left in the game. Oscar Clefbaum, uh, assisted by Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, so the same two guys, just a uh, different guy scores, uh, two, two assi- assist off the same two guys, different guy scores. And uh, then the clock ran out for them because they scored that one with less than a minute remaining. Yeah. Uh, and so with 53 seconds, I remember watching it actually, uh, the clock just ran away from them, but they were on a romp and we were lucky to get out of that. Uh, every Leafs fan in the world was just staring at the clock, screaming for it to run faster, but uh, it managed to run out and uh, in re- when it was a regulation time win. I'm just looking at some of the timings for these next games. Does the clock go... The, so the clock went back. It went back. Oh, sorry, it went forward. So there's less time between us and Canada at the moment. I'm looking at these and I'm like, they're only 11. Yeah, because uh, uh, my sister um, texted me this morning about something. And uh, I was working from home this morning and... Um, I got this text and she sent me just a standard question about something. And the first thing that I thought to text back was, oh my God, what time is it there? Because I thought it was like five in the morning. It was actually six in the morning and she was getting up for work. So um, it's it's one hour closer to us now. So now it's only back four hours. Yeah, that's it. So four hours rather than the five that it's been. Oh, that means we might catch an Ottawa game at the weekend. You never know. Nice. Uh, Although, that is that that's the um, night before your game. Yeah. Uh, your Cardiff game. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. See how late we'll stay up for that. Anyway, um, right on. So, big games. Um, a big game tonight. Yeah, against Tampa Bay Lightning. So, uh, that one faces off at 11 uh, to, uh, here. And uh, so, Tampa Bay tonight, Chicago on Wednesday, uh, uh, Philly on Friday, and then o- Ottawa on Saturday. Away to Ottawa, in fact. Yeah. So, busy week uh, coming up for the Leafs. And we'll be talking about that hopefully at the end of uh, end of the week somewhere. Yeah. We'll figure that all, all out later. So, that's that's a little bit about where Le- Leafs are at at the moment. Yeah, but but just just before we go off uh, Ottawa quick, it's, uh, it was a nice thing to see on uh, TSN, uh, TSN's Instagram the other day that uh, Ottawa have been officially... Mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> they just had a terrible year. I mean, everyone's gone. Yeah. And they've got no... Did you know they've got also got no first-round draft pick either? Uh, so it w- that means if they win the draft lottery, they don't actually get the first overall pick. That um, I believe Colorado Avalanche get their first first-round pick. Uh, which means that av- the Avalanche are flipping excited... And um, Ottawa are screwed for another season. That's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> and so this whole runaway at the top has not done us any good, though, either. So I'm just uh, thinking about the points here. Tampa Bay currently on 108. Uh, then Boston. So I'm talking about uh, division. Tampa Bay on 108. Boston on 93. So, um, you know, a 12-point gap between second and third Boston will never catch them so Tampa Bay are away they've also clinched the playoffs and um, then we're hot on the heels of Boston Uh, so Boston with 93 at the moment us with 89 Uh, annoyingly uh, the identical amount of wins at 42 but Boston have that the the cat uh, cats nine lives and keep uh, getting OT points Uh, so they've got nine OT points we've got five 
puts them at uh, four points more than us. So, you know, there just isn't going to be any movement at the top. So just drop him down below that. Habs are nipping at our heels still, but they're 10 full points behind now. So yeah. they've got 79, we've got 89. Uh, you know, touching wood, I'm touching wood here because I don't want things to get any worse, but um, there is just, it's not looking like there's any way that we're going to avoid playing Boston in the playoffs. Yeah, I saw a thing. Um, th- this will lead on something I want to talk about later. Okay. Um, but talk I saw about it now. Okay, right. So th- this will be one of my one of my qu- one of my two questions. Okay. I'll yeah. ask you now then. All right, fire it up. So first off, before I ask it, um, I saw a thing today that it is ninety five percent certain that the Leafs will have to play Boston in the first round. Ninety five percent. Yeah, five percent is that Boston will screw up and Habs will somehow overtake them. Uh, so it's got to be a hundred percent. I mean, okay, nothing's a hundred percent, but you know, it's pretty much. It's it's pretty much basically. If Habs are ten points behind us. If if, if the Habs lose two, if the Habs lose two games and we win two games, and then we both end up just like kind of evenly winning and losing. Yeah. Then it's a hundred percent. Okay. All right. But um, but the bones of it are that Habs are ten points behind us, and then if you look uh, above above Boston. Uh, Tampa Bay's twelve points ahead of that. Yeah, it's just it's just not going to happen. Just happen it? Yeah. Um. So this is my this is one of my questions for you. Okay. Oh. Who would you rather play in a series in the Stanley Cup Final series? Putting it this way. Um. Hespler Shamrocks. I mean NHL. But oh right. Okay. okay. Uh. Would you rather play the Tampa Bay Lightning or the Boston Bruins, and why? So okay. So say somehow you could manage to face off against one of them in the playoff finals. Yeah. Who would you rather play and so, why? So do you know what? My, you, your gut instinct as a Leaf is to say Tampa Bay because we just have this monkey on our back about beating Boston when we need to. And, um, and I know everybody's worried about facing off against Boston, but... The other thing to take a, uh, take a look at those stats again and realize that Tampa Bay have been out there in front of everybody pretty much forever. And, uh, you know, at 108 points, they're 20 points ahead of us. I mean, they're a badass team. I don't want to play them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm going to have to say I'll take my chances against Boston because we know we can beat them. We know we can do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean we, we proved it last year. Last year was the same pretty much story in the... In the season, with um, pretty much losing to Boston every game of the season. Yeah. And then in in the final in the Stanley Cup uh, first round, um, we were down like three nil. Yeah. They had to win one more game. We came back to tie it three three, and they could make it a game seven. Yeah. So we've shown that we can almost beat them in the first round. All we need to do is start better. And our team on paper is better this year. Like even if we could win one of the first three <laughs> games we would be doing better than last year and we stand a real chance so i say you know all to all those uh you know doom scare uh, doom scares or whatever you call them um scaremongers uh talking about boston and whatnot we are going to beat boston we will get past boston anyway you look at it if we we're, we're going to end up playing boston in the first round that's pretty much a given as we've just said if we win against Boston, we're playing Tampa Bay. So if you think about it, 
Which one would you rather face in the first round? Which which would you rather play, face in the second round? You, it's, if we're going to win the first round, we're going to yeah. play the other team in the second round. Yeah, yeah. So so the way that it goes, obviously, is that you, uh, if you get past anybody, your confidence is just massively boosted, right? Yeah. And so that's the way I want to do it. I want to beat Boston, and then I want to face the next. I want to go into the next round with that elevated confidence. Especially, this is going to be s- if the Leafs make it past the first round. It's going to be an even bigger boost for them and their fan base. Because we haven't made it past the first round in a good 10 years. If you say if again, I'm going to punch you in the nuts on live radio. What a guy. (laughs) We're going to do it. We'll do it. Yeah, I I reckon we can do it. I just feel it. I can feel it in my water. Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know what that reference was meant to be there. That's all right. Um, Right, where were we going to go? So that's one of your questions. That's Leafs Games covered. Um, you wanted to talk about some signing and some signing stuff. Yeah, so I'll leave one of them to the end because we'll go into more uh, depth about it. But um, two of two of the um, Marley's ones. Oh yeah. Uh, Saw something about I know this today. Yeah, so Andreas Borgman yeah, signs, a w- signs a one-year deal worth seven hundred thousand uh, dollars. Okay. It's a two-way deal, meaning he can play in both the NHL and the AHL. Right. Right, makes sense. Um, and then the other one uh, was Garrett Sparks uh, signing a one-year deal uh, worth $750,000 entry level. That <laughs> so this brings up the point again that we talked about last time. This business about who's when's a backup goalie not a backup goalie is just an alternate goalie. Uh, because we know that uh, Babs follows this strategy where it's if there are back-to-back games, he just automatically plays Sparks after Freddie. And so, <laughs> that you put that into perspective. What's Freddie making? Oh, um, give me a sec. Over ten million. No, he's not. He he he's he was on that mad deal. Um, do you remember? Have you got that? You had those stats out. I d- I did a have week it out. ago. Anyway, it's big. It's big. Way bigger than, uh, I mean, Sparks is on an entry level. Yeah. But yeah, he's being played like a starting goalie. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at this. Um, oh, uh, five years, five mil. Five, um, five years, five mil? Yeah. The whole uh, AAV or whatever is five mil? Uh, or is that five mil a year for five years? Yeah, five mil a year. For yeah, so five mil compared to 700,000 and yet e- they're being played started back to b- in back-to-back games they're being they're a starting goalie they're each a starting goalie you know that that's what I'm talking about that's weird about that setup but anyway it's good to know that he's been signed again because uh, you know we want to ni- lock down the goalie situation yeah just talking about for uh, Anderson's uh, contract here it is also five mil AAV um, he we have him locked up until 20 uh, 2020-2021 season. Uh, until we have to think about even resigning him. Cool. Well, that's good. Nice. That's good news. Um, and then the last signing that we've had was uh, Mac Hollowell uh, of the Sioux Greyhounds. Oh, yeah. Sioux St. Marie. Yep. Um, he is a, uh, and I know you're going to like this, uh, he is a right-handed defenseman. Nice. He's also mad, like properly Crazy. mad. Like he's in. He, I know he's only playing in the OHL, but he is for a defenseman disgusting. Right. Okay. So back that up. 
61 games played. Yeah. 23 goals. Right. 50 assists. Mm-hmm. 73 points in 61 games for a defenseman. Wow. Um, Like, genuinely disgusting stats. That's some mad stats for sure. Um, And they have signed him to a three-year entry-level deal. That's excellent. So... Hopefully, we'll see him in the Marlies next year, and then sometime in the future, we'll see him on the Leafs, uh, carrying the Leafs to the third consecutive Stanley Cup. And so, okay. And does that cover... I've just whizzed through my social here. Who's the guy who um, was playing in the European League who's coming back to the Marlies? Did you see this? Oh, He looks like Nylander. I'm trying to remember his name. Is he that Russian dude? He's a, uh, he's a defenseman, I think, also. Something Kyushov or something. Oh, God. What was he called? This is just for us. This has just come come up on the news. Uh, is it this remember. one? Uh, Yegor Korshkov. Yeah, that's the guy. Um, it, it, it doesn't say much, but it says they're close to signing an entry-level contract. Um, they're looking to sign a three-year entry-level contract uh, with Yegor Korshkov. And he's a forward, not a defender. Oh, right. Okay. Where is he playing right now, does it say? I know that you're looking at uh, something that doesn't have a lot of detail K- there. I can. I know it's the KHL. It's the Russian League. That's right. So that's definitely the guy I'm talking about. Because didn't they have him under some sort of contract? Did they have him under contract already? Or are you saying they've just signed him now? Uh, no, no. They're looking to sign him. Looking to sign him because... It says they're close to signing an entry-level contract. Okay. So I think they have signed because I'm pretty sure that I saw something saying he was coming to the Marlies um, earlier. But listen, we can leave that for next time. Yeah. We'll update that later in the week. That guy. Um, so that leaves our last thing being my other question for you. Okay. This is a big one. So I hope you're... Uh, I've got. I've even got my own stats, stats for answering the question. Oh, it's about hockey. No, it's going to be about what you ate tonight. <laughs> okay. Perfect, because I'm unlikely to get that wrong. <laughs> Um, so it is about a man we did mention earlier. Okay. I mentioned to this to you yesterday to oh. try and give you some kind of uh some kind of head start on answering this oh question. Oh I no. I did you mention in the context of I'm gonna ask you this question live on the podcast? No, I, I okay, did say this right. was this was something I would ask you though. Oh, um I have my own stats for this as well. Okay. Alright, this already so sounds bad for me. Yeah, you if you have done anything. Go on. Then you're not good. But okay, um, my question for you, this is a big one. All right. Will Mr. Patrick Marlowe stay as a Leaf? Oh, this is another one of those questions where you've got sort of two things. You're in, you have an instinctive answer to that as a Leaf fan, I believe. And then you have a sort of more of a realistic uh, answer to that as well. So I'm going to go on the side of, I mean, I love Patty Marlowe. Yep. And I know how instrumental he is um, in holding the fabric of a lot of the players together, especially the young guys. Um, He is, you know, the sort of like best mate slash father figure type of guy to um, Marner and Matthews. Yes. And he's awesome. I mean, we talked about him. We talked about him. Did we talk about him and his crazy skates last time? No, we didn't. Let's let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, let's get, go for that. Yeah, I like that. This. I might even have because this article. is one of my favorite stories of this season. And uh, somebody posted this. I should have started the whole podcast with this story. 
but somebody posted Ooh. this um, on social, and I just love this story about Patrick Marlowe. Patrick Marlowe uh, has run out of skates. And yeah. And what what's happened here is that Patrick Marlowe has been wearing the same, literally the same model of Reebok pump skate uh, for, I don't know, at least 10 years or more, something like that. And um, at the time when he was um, first into them or whatever, uh, you know, the re the whole Reeboks, I believe, stopped making skates because they're bought by uh, bought out by CCM. And I think CCM killed off the Reebok brand uh, skates. And they were discontinuing that model. So Marlowe being, well, number one, a pro, and number two, rich, went out and bought every pair, brand new pair that he could find and had stacks and stacks of these this exact skate, Reebok pump skate that he wears. And he had them. And so this article was really interesting because it's, uh, it went on to say that loads of pros go through five or six pairs of skates a season. Um, basically, they don't like, they love them when they're new and super stiff. And the minute that they get even a bit soft, even the felt pack and whatnot, uh, they want a new pair. And so Marlowe slowly ate his way through his big stockpile of these old skates that he loves. And um, he's literally down to his last few pairs. And even over the last couple of seasons, instead of going through five pairs a year, I think he's been trying to stretch it and only go through two or three pair a year. Um, but he's finally run out. I think he's wearing his last pair of them right now. Yeah, so I actually found the article. It's by uh, Sportsnet. Uh, so he is currently wearing uh, his beloved Reebok 9K pump skates. Oh, yeah, 9Ks. And so do I have some. <laughs> You've got some of those. <laughs> I I. I don't wear them now. Yeah, but uh, we ha we have a pair in our garage. Well, and that's not saying much. We probably have a pair of every skate ever made in our garage. Probably. And every other thing. Yeah. I've no sports. I've no sports shops with less hockey gear than we've got in the garage. That is true. Uh, but anyway, so he's running out, <coughs> and so it goes on to say that actually CCM have been working with him to try and deal with this problem, and uh, the way that they tried to deal with it is they had the old pump. Uh, molds uh, but the and so they're molding the shape for him but they can't make them out of the same material because they use a much lighter material now so they are putting sort of like a CCM boot um, I don't even know what you call a boot blank <coughs> into the old uh, Reebok mold and custom making him skates and apparently in sort of the off season or whatever this year he was experimenting with those skates because he knew within this season he was going to have to make the switch across but what an incredible story yeah, I, I mean, just love that. I, I'm, I'm uh, once again, I'm, I've got the article here, and it says he got twelve pairs or something uh, a few years ago, and, um, and that that, but that it was just when they were starting to he was starting to run out of being able to buy them anyway. Yeah, so he stockpiled the last few pair, last dozen pairs that he could find. Yeah, so as you were saying, they've um, he he requested to uh, have a brand custom mold the rib core. Um, into a new skate and CCM uh, ag agreed. So now he will he will be wearing CCMs, uh, and he is now currently uh, wearing the C the new CCMs that he's uh, going to be switching over to uh, every practice and every morning skate, uh, saving the last two pairs of uh, pump skates um, for the big games and breaking uh, breaking in the new boots for when the time he'll have to switch. Yeah, I love that story. Um, but anyway, so also within that article. It talks about how, you know, he wears loads of old school old school 
gear like he's got these ancient old shoulder pads that he wears and and various other bits and pieces like that um and then just the things like that um you know being a uh an aging hockey player myself i just love stuff like that and i love that he's competitive i love that he's great he still scores goals he still gets assists he's a tough player he's a classy player all of those things to me add up to i do not want marlo to go anywhere now does some guy's opinion who's sitting in the middle of the uk somewhere matter to the likes of shanahan and babcock not at all yeah um so i've got some contract things here go on that might help you with your uh final answer Mm -hmm. okay so he is currently uh putting uh 6.25 million dollars against the cap hit yeah we uh, signed for three years um so we have him his last season is next season right um and he's also got a 6.25 aav yeah um meaning that uh if the leafs are going to do anything they're either going to let him go to free agency they're going to re-sign him yeah or they're going to trade him so which of the three options do you think he is uh what is going to happen to him okay so i think that so so i got to answer but i think so much of that is down to what happens in the next couple of weeks and where we end up in round in the first round of the playoffs and how we do there because if if the squad that's together now does what i mean who's getting here if they win the cup they win the cup um but if they do a solid showing going into the playoffs i can't understand why they would want to tinker with that lineup if they don't have to so if they if they can somehow hold the cap space for him i say they uh re-sign him yeah, I I mean I want them to resign him. I know you do too. Uh, but I'm 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 going to predict that if they carry on playing as they are, that they will resign him. I will have to probably agree with you on that. However, I think that it will all depend again on what happened. I think if it if it turns into a situation where we play Boston and we get I don't know like they beat us four one or something in a series. Yeah. So it's pretty much, pretty much a blow, almost a blowout of a series. Yeah. If it's something like that, that we were far and we're gonna, it's gonna look like we're gonna need some more, more, more adjustments, especially as it looks like on the blue line. Yeah. Then I think, unfortunately, we'll have to trade him, but we'll get something good for him, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Um. That makes sense. However, if we end up doing well, uh, either beating Boston, Tampa, or um at least getting close especially like we did last year if it's another game seven four three but it's like a close game seven unlike the six three or whatever they beat us last year yeah uh so it's like a three two win in in double overtime or something yeah yeah if it's that gonna be that close then i think as you said he's gonna get re- uh, re-signed and obviously if we win the cup they'll probably not want to put yeah. him anywhere just yet no for sure um but yeah and did you just say if there i don't think so okay <laughs> um, just checking but I, I think another thing that will factor into this, uh, regardless of what happens in the playoffs, is um, the uh, Mitch Marner's contract. Whatever happens with that, whatever he ends up getting paid, will um, factor in with if we are a- even able to sign Patrick Marler. Because then again, uh, if, if, if it ends up um, coming down to... Um, uh, if, if, it, if it ends up coming down to... Uh, what was I gonna say? 
you know, whether um, it's Patty and Mitch or, or whether they can give Mitch the big money, but Patty has to go. Yeah. Uh, All they have to do is play that card. Mitch loves him. He's like a second dad. All they have to say to him is, listen, Mitch, we'd love to pay you that amount of money, but if we do, Patty has to go. Yeah. If we pay you X, then we can keep Patty as well. That I would be awful I dirty I of them to do, though. I know, but... And uh, especially with Mitch Marner's dad. I don't know if you've ever seen any oh, of the stuff about him. Crazy Paul. But um, I think that with that whole contract situation, I think that we will, that they will somehow manage to make it so Marner takes a slight pay cut. Yeah. Maybe doesn't do the long the long contract like um, Nylander and Matthews have done. Maybe do a shorter one for like three years. Yeah. And then they can sign him for the big money that he's going to end up making on his career. Um, and then keep keep uh, Marlow for another three years as well. Mm -hmm. So when Marlow's uh, deal expires, he most likely will, will retire. He'll be like 43. Yeah. So I'm not pushing Marlow towards just retirement. Coming, in, coming into his prime. Just <laughs> He's going to be like <laughs> the next Gordie Howe. Oh. Let's go. He's going to yeah. play till he's like 54. Cool. Listen, we made that point. Let's get out of here. Okay. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we, we just are so, you know overwhelmed by the feedback that we've had from folks and looking at the numbers of how many people are listening and things we can't believe it we're so glad that you're interested in listening to our ramblings about hockey and leafs um, we will try and keep upping the content on women's hockey uh, each episode so tune in for that if that interests you um, and uh, a few thanks to some um, people that we love uh, sports green um, one of the best practice aids that you can have for hockey and also good for baseball and lacrosse uh i believe based in kitchener ontario we absolutely love these guys who else we got finn uh bionic skate blades yeah also from ontario awesome company um great great super light blades super hard super light uh both finn and i use them they're amazing um over here we got guys like um cross check clothing in rotherham whom we love uh, a great bunch of people and some amazing designs check them out uh we also have a uh, puck stop a great uh hockey shop in uh sheffield i believe yep yeah uh, a huge shop probably the i think the biggest hockey uh physical hockey shop in uh, the uk based in sheffield and uh, family-owned business and lovely people puck stop we love them down south here, we have um, one of our favorite local shops, All Star Sports in um, Swindon, run by our mate Ian Clark. Um, I'm trying to think here. We might leave it there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, don't forget to check us out on social. We're on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, or come to our, our sparkling new website. Come check us out, www.ukhockeyfam.co.uk. We're there. Yeah, uh, so make sure to follow us on all our social medias, our Instagrams, um, Twitter, Facebook, as you said, our website. Uh, you can use our email. And um, it would also be great for you guys to get involved and maybe send us, us some questions instead yeah. of uh, yes. us trying to have to find <laughs> some stuff. <laughs> yeah, send us some questions if you think about it. We've never actually asked before. If you have any questions or any comments or even any shout-outs you'd like us to do on the podcast, just get in touch with us through our email address or um, direct message us on uh, social media. It's really easy to get a hold of us on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, so yeah, do that. We'd love to hear from you. Okay. Right on. We're out. See you next time. See you guys. Game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old